2012 Legend of Sean Fantasy Football Podcast. Narf here, and I'll be joined by Lamb Shop a little bit later. Talking about Narf coming off his first win. Lionel, the only undefeated team left, and Anton, the only winless one. No one seems to be happy with the power rankings. People even want to be lower than they are, so I don't know what's going on. We're going to preview the matchups, go over week three, and a lot more. Stay tuned. If I could fall into the sky, do you think time would pass me by? Because you know I'd walk a thousand miles if I can just see you tonight. And this is Narf. And we have Lamb Chop here on the podcast. Elsie, what's up? Hey, what's up? Ha- are you happy to be here? Yeah. Is this the highlight of your week showing up on the NARF podcast? Definitely not. Yeah, that's probably true. So we're recording on Saturday afternoon because I messed up recording on Thursday for various reasons. But that's actually good because breaking news in the league, we just saw a trade go down between Noah and Lionel. It was Steve Smith for Darren Sproles. Um... Who of those two do you think is a better player? Straight up. Um, I have no idea. Hey, you, Probably Steve Smith. I would go Steve Smith. You'd go Steve Smith? See, I would go Darren Sproles in a PPR league. Um, oh, that's a, that's a very good point. Um, although he hasn't had any great games yet, I don't think. But Steve Smith Steve Smith's kind of old. Like, Carolina's offense worries me. I don't think... Have you seen Cam Newton play at all? Like, he's not... A great I have not, passer. but I know that both of those teams' offenses are not great. Well, you're all in on the Saints offense, and it hasn't been like it it's hasn't been awful so far. Very disappointing. I mean, they've you know Drew Brees has done well enough, but it's been disappointing. Yeah, it, it, re- it really has been. Like, there's definitely something wrong with that team. Like, yeah, and, and I think Graham's had three. Like, has he scored a touchdown every week? But he hasn't had like a huge game. I don't think. Yeah. No, because their offense isn't doing well. That's trickling down to my star kicker, who I thought would be getting me all kinds of points. <laughs> who who do you have? Do you, is it Garrett Hartley? Sure, that sounds right. Is that the Saints kicker? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, look, I'm looking at your team right now. Yeah, uh-huh. Garrett Hartley. Garrett Hartley. Yeah, he, he was probably pretty good last year, I guess. Um, <laughs> I don't know. He's the New Orleans kicker. Yeah, but teams that score touchdowns aren't always great for the kickers. You want teams that don't score touchdowns. Like, you want teams that kick a lot of field goals, usually. Mm, I don't know. I want teams that have relatively good offenses, but not good running backs, so they're less likely to get it in the end zone. That, that's true, actually. New Orleans, does, I guess Mark Ingram's their goal linebacker, but he's not great. So, I was look, I'm look, I want to try to figure out this trade. So, Noah is giving up Darren Sproles to get Steve Smith. Now, I did have insider sources. Okay. I, I, I heard about some of the negotiations that went on. This trade was in the works for a while. All right, what else went down? Victor Cruz in there and other players. They're trying to make the math work for quite a while. And I mean, I'm surprised that it went down as a uh, running back for wide receiver straight up trade. I mean, it seems like a pretty simple solution, one for one. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. Oh, I'm actually looking at Anton's team, not Noah's. I was confused those two. Um, yeah, so Noah has, he's got Sproul, Stephen Ridley, and Michael Bush. So I'm guessing he's going to start Michael Bush. But, I don't know, Forte's going to come back pretty soon. Michael Bush, like, Sproul's is by far the best of those running backs, I think. Um, 
Mm. And and Noah actually has he's Andre Johnson and Brandon Marshall. Like he's got decent wideouts. I don't know why he thinks he needs to trade for Steve Smith here. I mean, I guess he thinks Decker is weak. Decker is weak. Peyton Manning actually looks really bad. Like I have to. I think it's probably. Have you seen him play? I think it's probably time to give up on him being the old Peyton Manning. Like, yeah, I mean Noah's probably getting ready for bye week situations. I mean Randy Moss is pretty useless. Yeah, I thought he'd get more out of Moss too. Yeah, but. So, so Steve Smith's an upgrade, no doubt, but I might rather keep Sproles and just be weak at one wideout spot and have a, a strong running back. Like, Steven Ridley and Michael Bush, that's a really weak running back there. Yeah, and I mean, especially because Steven Ridley spells his name with an A in it, that's really dumb. Yeah, it's S-T-E-V-A-N. That, that is dumb, actually. That's the reason Belichick won't play him, I don't think. Yeah. Um, I mean, Woodhead had a, yeah, the Patriots, like, Ridley's okay when he plays, but you really, you're never going to get any, like, you don't know what's going to happen in New England, ever. Um, trying to look up Lionel's team. Lionel, yeah, see, I like this deal for Lionel a lot, because he's got Reggie Wayne off the bench to fill in for Steve Smith. That's, I mean, that's a downgrade, but not a huge downgrade. Mm-hmm. And then, he's starting Daniel Thomas as his other running back right now, so Sproles is a pretty big upgrade, in fact. Like, I mean, yeah. Lionel may have the best team. I, I know you're still ranked ahead of him in the rankings, but well, Lionel's team is definitely getting better off this deal, which I'm not too happy about. That is, yeah, we can all veto it. I mean, is that, that's... Yeah, like, actually, I've been worried about giving commentary on this because I don't know if one of Noah or Lionel can still take it back. I hope they can't, and they shouldn't, because that'd kind of be a bitch move. It's also kind of a bitch move to veto trades, though. I don't think they would. Um, I don't know. I'm sure Noah has his reasoning. If I ever get him on the show, I can ask him. So, well, it's good, it's good we recorded now to hit that breaking news. Um, so so let's, let's move no, on. No, 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 no. Oh, nice sound effects! I've actually been meaning to put sound effects in, but it's hard when I'm at work and I don't have a ton of time. <laughs> um, so, how many times have you changed your Gognum style avatar so far? Um, it's like at least three, right? Three, I would say. I I appreciate it. I don't know if anyone else really looks through the teams, but when I do the rankings each week, I look up the rosters and I appreciate a different Gognum style gift in there. Yeah, well, it's because I also enjoy looking at the new gifts that are created for it. So, oh, are these? Oh, these newly created gifts? Well, maybe not. I don't know. They're the ones I've just found. Um, also, re- clearly last week's was a bad one because my team lost, so couldn't keep that mojo going. Yeah. So your team lost, and now you're 50 points down to Fuse going into the weekend. Are you worried? Um, a little bit. I wasn't actually very feeling very good before the Baltimore game that went very well for Fuse. Um, <laughs> well, he didn't obviously, get- my yeah. star running back that only I knew would be awesome this year, C.J. Spiller. Um, he went, he's went. he gone down, and they're most likely going to do running back by committee pretty hard this week in Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, I actually don't know if I'm going to start Fred Jackson or not. I have no yeah. idea what's going to happen there. I don't know. So, I mean, I picked up Jizz Rogers from Atlanta, and it's going against Carolina, so I'm more hoping that that just works out well. And also, Atlanta's offense is great. So I mean, they are, but he's not the star. Like, Turner's still the starter, I think. Yeah, 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 but he, he, yeah, he's, he gets some looks, not a lot. I think he also gets some receptions, so. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at his stats. Yeah, uh, 10 carries last week, and five, yeah, five mean, receptions. We'll see. It's, also, it's against Carolina, so. And, uh, yeah, no, you're right. Every, Carolina's defense is bad. Atlanta's offense is good. There's slim pickings in the running back. No, there's, there's really not a ton out there, actually, at all. I mean, there's, like, nothing out there, basically. Yeah, there's not much value to be scooped up. Why Lionel is trading. I actually always, there's there's not enough trades in this league. There's, like, one or two a year. I totally agree. So I'm going to make a little plug right now. Okay. Is that um, there's a feature called Trading Block that I encourage everyone to actually use. 
So I don't even know what that is. How does it work? On a trade, who's available on your team that will foster more trades. So wait, you you like you put your own players on the trading box, basically. Um, it's, yeah, so if you go to trading block feature, everyone can do this on their own, but you can list some players you're shopping around, you can list people who are not up for grabs, you can say who you're looking for, um, what positions on your team are available for trade, and any other notes. Interesting. So you could put up, like, a few wide, a wide out and say, like, I, I need a running back or something. Like. Yeah, exactly. You can say, I'm willing to trade these, anyone want to try and make a deal? Uh, last year I was the only one who used the feature. <laughs> I've never even heard of it before, yeah. and I'm on the site a lot, so... Um, that's a, that's a good information. We we definitely do need more trades. So I that's actually that mandatory. We'll foster some more trading. Um, generally, once a year, I'll get one trade offer that's ridiculous and not worth even thinking about. So it would be nice to have some more thoughtful trading opportunities. Who from your team is on the block right now? Say that again. Who from your team is on the trading block? Uh, Carson Palmer is the big piece on my trading block. Um, That's not bad. I mean, you don't really I actually, need him. He's an, I acquired him as an asset, hoping that he would perform well, and he did. So in a league where QBs are very important, I was hoping someone would be interested in trading. That's that's not that's not bad. What are you looking for, a running back or a wideout? Um, yeah, you could probably that's a good use, question. You could probably point. use both. I was looking for wideouts. Now I'm potentially looking for running backs. All right, got it. So yeah, so CJ Spiller going down does hurt your team. Definitely. As I've mentioned the rankings, that's been kind of made me bitter all season that Fred Jackson went down and Spiller exploded out of nowhere. I won't say it's out of nowhere. Like He was really good at the end of last year, but that was a pretty lucky play for, for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. If, if you lose this weekend, you'll drop to 2-2. To two and two. I don't know if you'll be able to keep your top spot in the rankings after that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure you should have had the top five in the rankings this year, this week. No, I definitely know? should have because I'm great at fantasy football, it's, so it's, it makes sense, um, but, you know. It is, I mean, I can't even argue with that because of the past fucking seasons. Like, did you realize, like, that your stats were actually that much better than everyone else's? Yes, of course I realized that. I'm the only one who's consistently good in the league. Other people are consistently pretty good, but your teams are, like, Actually, I'm, very, very good every year. I'm do you have aware. Do you have any underlying strategy, or um, do you just like go into each season completely, just make it up as you go? Uh, I care about getting good quarterbacks. I I do too. I think that's how you win this league. So, so you so you assumed RG three was going to have a big season. Um, I was. I thought he had a lot of upside. That, that's true, and I guess you would Palmer also if RG three didn't come through. Yeah, that is very true. Like you, you said, you pick him up as an asset, but he could. If, if Robert Griffin III kind of sucked, you could be starting Palmer and probably still be fine. It's, I mean, yeah, I didn't take either incredibly high. I took Griffin a little higher than maybe most would have, but I thought he had a lot of upside. What do you remember? What round you took Griffin in? Let me look it up. No. Um, I'll, I'll figure it out for you. Um, fifth round. Oh, that's actually really high. I mean, it, he's paying yeah. off, but. But I value quarterbacks very highly. I'm trying to think what what other QBs went right after Jay Cutler, Joe Flacco. Could have had either of those guys, and then after that gets pretty bad luck in Freeman. So, oh Dalton also. Yeah, I mean Flacco has been looking pretty good, but RG three is still actually like I think he might still be number one in the league. If not, he's pretty high up there. So that's a good pick. So you, yeah, have- no, I think he's going to work out well. I mean, their offense is going to be playing from behind a lot. 
he's good. Yeah, their, their defense is, is bad. And he's gonna and his his rushing numbers are really carrying him, which is like which is so helpful. Um so you were the number six pick. Did you want Breeze there? Were you no, happy? I mean I did want Breeze at that spot, but I did not want to have the six pick. <laughs> I was ha- yes, I was definitely happy with Breeze. I wanted a quarterback in the first round, so I actually wanted that with first pick because I wanted Rodgers. Yeah. I wanted Rodgers, I wanted Brady, and I Breeze. So yeah, I was happy with Breeze. Did you group Breeze like in that level? You thought Rodgers and Brady yes. were a step above. Um, I grouped them all together. Yeah. I, I I had and Rodgers and Brady. In fantasy, I had to group them all together. D- definitely based off last year. I actually think Breeze had the strongest fantasy season of all three of them last year. Because uh, yeah. Rodgers didn't play Week 17, but I, I, this year the New Orleans whole scene just worried me too much. So I was a little down on Breeze. But. I discounted. I was worried. That's why I was very worried by the six pick. I knew I had to take Breeze, but I was not happy having the New Orleans team without uh, their coach there. That was worrisome. But I still think Breeze is great. So Breeze is great. So so if, if you did think so, why'd you take Jimmy Graham in the second round then? I mean, you're you're doubling down on New Orleans. That was, yeah, well, that was mostly because Jimmy Graham is the safety valve for Drew Brees, so in a chaotic offense, I figured he'd get a lot of touches. I also wanted one of the best tight ends, because uh, I think him and Gronk were a step above everyone else and delivered better value. I know you went into the whole thing about that. No, they, they were a step above everyone of everyone other tight ends, not even close. And yeah. even for that, like, second second round is where I think they both should have gone. Um, and I right. think I think Graham is actually better than Gronk, or I think he'll put up better numbers. Um, I I didn't think so going into the season. Now, after actually watching a few games, obviously, um, it seems like Edelman is definitely getting a lot more attention and. Who knows? Now that Hernandez went down, but yeah, the, I don't the whole, know. I thought the whole Patriots offense is like in this, a weird state of disarray as well. It's like yeah. I don't know what they're doing. They they didn't want to use Welker the first two games, and now they have to. It's, it's a weird, sad thing for me because I've had Welker on my team multiple years in the past, and he was always amazing. So it's very weird to see him like not being featured as much. Yeah, I feel it's it's a tough pick for CB because I thought that was a really good pick, like Welker yeah. in a PBR and not a PBR and a PPR dominates, yeah. and they just, like, don't want him to be part of their offense for some reason. It's very odd. Um, but, I, like, he, he had a really strong week three, so I think he's probably going to bounce back. I think he'll yeah. I think he'll be all right in the end. So, so who, um, what about your later picks? Any picks you were really happy with? I was happy I got Macklin. I really wanted Macklin. Because um, of the Eagles thing, or because you think he's um, that it's, good? Yeah, it, A, it's because of the Eagles thing. I like having Eagles on my team. Um, also, I think Macklin is always just a super solid fantasy dude. He gets numbers consistently. I mean, he's better. He's a better player than Deshaun all around. Like. And he perform, He does better in fantasy usually than Deshaun. Deshaun will have a few giant weeks, but Macklin is usually more consistent. I like Macklin too, but he, he also, he's a little injury prone. Like, he, he's always banged up like yes, every season. This is the issue right now I'm having with him. Like, did he, he sat out last week. Are you playing? He's playing this week, I think, right? Um, he's listed as probable. Yeah. Are you going to play him? Um, not sure. I don't think so because it's a late game. I, I don't know. Yeah, um, you're right because you have no other options because it's the Giants. It's and also the Eagles' offense has just looked like shit. So the Eagles' offense. Do you, do you think the Eagles are going to make the playoffs? Um, I don't know. 
The, I think the NFC East sucks. I think all four teams are not very good. All four, <laughs> so but it's hard to say. Th- that's true, but but none of them are easy wins. Like it, no, they're not good, but none of them are going to be free wins for you. I think there are a bunch of good teams who all play very badly. Yeah, I, that, that's. I mean, the Eagles are the definition of that, and yes. kind of, so is Dallas, actually, really. Yeah, Dallas is too, and I think the Giants have that capacity too to do that this year. Yeah, so. I mean, the Giants last year, as I've said, were only nine and seven. Like they weren't blowing the regular season away by any means. Right. Um, so I don't know. That's what makes me not sure. Like if the Eagles figure it out, I could see them making a run at the playoffs still, but they look like crap right now. I mean, Vic has like nine turnovers in, in three games, but they. It's, they it's like last year, the yards, like, their O&D yardage is really good. Yeah. And they just... Their defense looks good. Their so. red zone offense is atrocious, and their turnovers are atrocious. It's it's the same thing it is every year. I don't even know why I have to talk you about You mean this. it's an Andy Reid team, right? It's a it's a goddamn Andy Reid team. <laughs> I think we're both on the fire Andy Reid, and we have been for years team. I, I, he used to be a really good coach. Like, his first four or five years, I thought he was a great coach. Yeah, because the Eagles sucked before that. <laughs> And, but he was getting them to the NFC Championship game. Like, they didn't have a great team. Like They had a great defense. They had a great defense. And, like, I don't know. They It's hard to complain with getting to four straight championship games. So, But, yeah, he, he needs to go, like, six years ago at this point. Yeah, but you have to remember, he's also an offensive coach, and they got to those championship games with, a lot on their defense. With defense, with Jim Johnson, you're right. With, you with the, have the secondary and the pass rush. Great skill players, and they're still not very good. So Yeah, I mean, I've said for the past two or three years, I think we probably have the best skill players in the league, yeah, actually. And that's really upsetting that even that, like, we made it to the conference championship games with uh, James Thrash and... Don't even remind me, Todd Pinkston. Pinkston, yeah, like, and, terrible players. And Fred, Fred X, 4th and 26, Freddie Fred Mitchell. X, oh my god, I love Fred X. I mean, that, that was actually the worst wide receiver core in maybe the history of, like, the NFL. Like, yeah. none of those guys were even number threes on a good team. Yeah. Uh, but it, it still works somehow. So, so you like Macklin. Anyone else? I'm guessing you're pretty happy with your C.J. Spiller pick. Yeah, C.J. Spiller was great. Obviously, that was only half foresight on my half behalf. It, um, it's not that he's not good. It's that Fred Jackson went down in the first quarter. I know. I mean, it, it was, there was, CJ Spiller's good. I think I, he's done, he had good games in past years, but never was a starting back. Correct. Um, but, yeah, I mean, who knows? It's a shame that he went down, because I think he would have continued. He um, wouldn't have continued to be the number one player, but he would have been good. Yeah. I was happy I got Julio Jones. I actually really wanted him coming in. Yeah, I was looking at the the wideouts. I actually think it's a really good pick. I was looking at that I, earlier. So, the the strategy I have with wideouts, not that I have much of a strategy with it when drafting, but I think it kind of comes through is I want peop- I wanted starters who were not necessarily the main threat on the team, uh-huh. or not always the main threat, because I think when you have two threats, you get more looks for the secondary. That's why I like Macklin, because exactly. well, focused yeah. on Deshaun a lot. Julio Jones has Roddy White. Crabtree, I didn't know. That was just kind of the best available at that point. But he's actually done, he's been pretty consistent so far, so I'm pretty happy about Crabtree. Yeah, I mean, Alex Smith, that whole offense is looking better. Def- yeah. So you definitely did hit that with Jones and Macklin. They're probably the most, like, definitive good number twos there are out there, actually. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm happy with those receivers. And I'm even like a star uh, wide receiver with just, real big play potential. What? Definitely. Like, I'm looking, there was, like, a run of wideouts at the end of the second round, like Welker, Andre Johnson, Greg Jennings, Akeem Nicks. Like, I would take Julio Jones as good as any of those players, and you got him two yeah. rounds later. I actually yeah. think 
I was very happy that I got him. <laughs> I think that's a good pick. And like I, I said, I was not happy about Adrian Peterson, but now I am. So <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. What did? So that was a pretty bold pick. You got him in the third. Yeah. Were you expecting um, so him to recover you could say this it's well? A bold pick. Um, you could also say I didn't know he had an injury issue. So who knows? You didn't Things know happened. he was hurt. I was not really paying attention. No. Why did you think you could get Adrian Peterson in the third round if he wasn't hurt? Um, because how, how are you number one in fantasy if you're out? Like that's that's the biggest story of the offseason was like Peterson's knee. Um, yeah, I would argue that wasn't the biggest story of the offseason, but you can go that way if you want. Fantasy wise, it's definitely one of them. You really think that's bigger than the Saints thing? Uh, all right, fine, you're right, but. <laughs> I mean, also, like, ESPN, like, it says, like, it has injury reports next to the players when you're drafting, I think. But Yeah. Well, I mean, it worked out because apparently he's not injured and he actually can come back in, like, six months from ACL, MCL. Yeah, I kind of had a feeling. Yeah. I'm, After I drafted him that that would happen. I knew you were right on that one. Yeah. So, so you're I'm hoping that Andrew Hawkins turns into a great player. That would be interesting if that continues. Is that the, the wide out on the Bengals? Uh, Yeah. The one who had that nice run like two weeks ago after the catch? I've actually never seen him play. I, I, he, he is on the Bengals, right? I'm thinking of the right yeah, player. Yeah, he is. He is. He had a good highlight one or two weeks ago where he. Nice. Who are they playing? They're playing Cleveland, and he literally made like nine Brown Spenders miss, but it is Cleveland. So, so if you lose a fuse this weekend, where do, where do you think you should be in the rankings next week? You're, um, not, you're not going to keep number one if you lose. I'll, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that would be hard to do. I mean, it would depend how I lost. True. It depends. Like, I Actually, if you put up a huge, huge week and lose by like five points, it is possible you could start. Right, but not only that, it's also about how which players score points and how many points. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to see RG3 continue his um, pace. Uh, that would be reassuring. Yeah, or actually a big Peterson game would, would be really good that for the Rams. That would be great to too. see, too. Yeah, like, I, I'd be okay with, like, I have some, you know, I have some gap-filling players. I have Rodgers and Burleson in, both of whom I acquired off waivers this week. Um, so, like, them not putting up points won't upset me that much. But right. if the players that are at my core of my team put up points, I'll still be okay, happy. Yeah. So I'm looking at Fuse. So Fuse got 18 from Torrey Smith, 28 from Flacco. That's... It's not a great spot to be in, but I mean he's starting to shard choice, so he's going to Buffalo running back way yeah, off. I mean, and actually, and I just checked the report on uh, Spiller, and it's saying they 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 pretty much have three running backs who are all going to be going. God, this, I don't know if I want to start Fred Jackson. It's going to be a mess in Buffalo. Yeah, I would stay away from Buffalo this week. Honestly, yeah, I think I will. I think I'm going to stay with, back area. with Alfred Morris. Uh, I mean, I think, you know, I'm not impressed, like, overly impressed that Flacco got 20 points. He got 20? 28. Oh, 28. Okay, that's good then. Yeah, well, 28 so is a good game. Because he, he got a rush. His passing stats were, were pretty good. He's got a rushing touchdown, which he really doesn't pick up very often. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. Um, I mean, an 18-point game from a wide receiver is great. Those are hard to come by, I think, unless you have Calvin Johnson. Uh, yeah, they they are. Eighteen's so, above average for any other receiver. I mean, I, Julio Jones is very capable of having that kind of a game, so <laughs> who knows? Definitely. I think, I'm, so I'm looking at the week four slate, you and uh, Fuse are actually a, a pretty marquee matchup. Yoni and Moose are both 2-1 and one also. 
Were you were you embarrassed losing to Yoni last week? Um, I was not embarrassed losing to Yoni. Um, His team's actually pretty good this year. I was very upset that I was so I was tracking the games during that, and I um in the late afternoon Sunday games, and he Yoni had Atlanta's D going against San Diego, and. Yep. All that San Diego needed to do was score one more touchdown to get to ten points, and Yoni would have lost like you know, seven, you know, six or seven points, something yep. like that. I don't know that it would have made a difference in the end, but at that point, I was rooting for it. San Diego had the ball in the red zone, and all of a, and all of a sudden, Atlanta had the ball. And yeah, Rivers River, threw an end zone pick, I think. Right? I was, I was, I was banking on Atlanta's deed not getting him as many points. As yeah, I was been banking on Philip Rivers not being awful, but apparently. He's not good yeah, at all. That's anymore. always a bad bet to make. Um, betting on Nerf Norv Turner. It's not Norv Turner. Like, it's also Nerf. It's both of them. Rivers. He's been the coach like five or six years. And Rivers did very good seasons. But oh, and also, what helped Yoni big time is uh, I was watching this game on Red Zone. Antonio Brown caught a ball, goes into the end zone, fumbles the ball into the end zone, manages to somehow from the bottom of the pile get his own fumble recovery back. So he scored the touchdown. Right, and wasn't there a big question about if that should be a Roethlisberger TD or not? I, I think that I was, don't know. I mean, yeah. if you're going to count it as a wide receiver touchdown, you got to count it as a no. But it's not a passing touchdown. He fumble. It's like it's a fumble recovery touchdown. I don't think. I don't know that that's true because you can't. Well, the, if you fumble it out of the end zone and. Re- I don't know. I'm not sure. And I do think they left as a Roethlisberger touchdown, but I remember that being some controversy last week. Yeah, and also, so he gets the points for the touchdown and did not get the negative points for the fumble. Oh, because he recovered, right? So that helped you, yeah. And so, your name was actually- Yoni, so that was a pretty big swing. Those two things together, I think, lost me the week, your as game- well as some terrible performances from people like Sidney Rice. Yeah, you actually also still put up like the fifth highest score, I think. Like, 130 in a loss isn't bad. Yeah, I was hoping for a little more, but it was okay. Um, yeah, Yoni's team is actually good. This is, I don't know, I don't know if he'll... big play guys on there. He does. It's, it's, it's the second straight year I ranked him really low to start, and this year's team is actually good. Last year's team wasn't. Yeah. Um, actually, both, both seasons I think I ranked you really low after the draft, and then was wrong ab- about both of those, apparently. Yeah. But, I mean, my team's changed a lot from the draft to the final team anyway. Yeah, most most people do. And if we get on a trading block, teams are going to trade yeah, more. So. exactly. And I'm, I don't know. I've always had a QB. I, I think I was one of the earliest people in the league to realize that running backs are not as important as people used to pretend they were. I, I, yeah. I often didn't draft running backs very highly like, outside the first round. Like, fantasy in, in, like, 2004, everyone was like, you have to take a running back round one and round two. And that's, like, that's so far gone from the truth at this point. Yeah. So I started taking top... QBs and wide receivers <laughs> earlier than most in, in previous years. In fact, when Vigo was on the pod, he even said that's still a strategy is take a running back round one and round two, and that's why he is like ranked tenth or eleventh in the rankings. And who said that? Vigo. <laughs> and his team is Vigo. Vigo, who by the way has not changed his team name or his lame ass avatar in like that. Actually, is the later. first I meant to bring it up when he was on, and I completely forgot. It's it was, also an incredibly dumb team name. Let's yeah, admit. yeah, no, it's it's it's. Was he number? Was he last in your team name rankings? Yeah, because he hasn't changed his. I think so. I forget. I I, I didn't really read them, but um, yeah, Vigo. I know you're gonna be listening. To this actually, and you're coming over to my house to watch football tomorrow. I I will make him change his his avatar. Good live. Maybe maybe, maybe we'll, he goes to the bathroom and just maybe we'll record. Yeah, I'll do it for him. So 
Week four, uh, Lionel's playing Priest, so Lionel's going to get to 4 0. Anton might get a win because he's playing Hudson. I actually, have you looked at Anton's team at all? I, I keep thinking they're good, but he just loses it every week. You love his team for some reason. I, I, he has scored very few points. Very few points, but I think it was, who was it that showed, like, you can get a grade from Matthew Barry, like, report card? Um, that was Anton. It made it, yeah, he had the highest Matthew Barry, like, grade. Like, I thought his team was, was very good. All you have to do to have the highest Matthew Berry grade is follow Matthew Berry's drafting ranking. But he, I mean, he he's a like he knows what he's talking about, like to some extent. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. I think law firm is never impressive. He actually fumbled for the first time in his career last week. Yeah, uh, I've heard that. No one cares. Um, <laughs> he's, he's not. He's not bad. Anyway, so Anton should beat Hudson, who sucks. I'm playing Noah. One so actually both those teams I still think are pretty good and then Vigo and CB is not super interesting either. Yeah, it's gonna be you versus Fuse and if Fuse if Fuse wins that he's actually gonna move up a few spots which I don't want to happen. Actually, I don't really want either of you guys to win, but we'll see. <laughs> Maybe there are teams have tied before actually. Like I tied two or three years ago against someone. So we actually have some smack type going on. Our <laughs> oh really? Do you guys do people use a smack board? I always think people should use that too. Fuse and I look at that stuff. I'm also usually the only person who votes in who will win this match. I, vote, I, I once in a while I'll vote always for myself, but everyone needs to start doing that. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. You've got some, so Smackboard, Trading Block, and voting for winners. Those things need to happen. <laughs> I don't think anyone would ever do this with me, but I would actually bet the lines on these games one week just for fun, because like ESPN gives the lines if you ever look, but yeah, I don't know if I can get another gambler to really step up and do that. <laughs> I just liked uh, his rationale in his point about how Tucker should have had, like, 11 more points by only focusing on the good things that could have happened. Yeah, exa- exactly. Rationale. exactly. Oh, if he had made this and not missed this and done this, I should have had another 11 points. Well, I mean, Fuse has declared that he's, like, amazing at picking kickers each week, so I'm going to track that really well. And defenses, and, apparently. Yeah, both. And, I mean, there's there is some skill, but both of those are pretty random, uh, especially yeah, ki- especially kickers. Like, defenses you can predict easier, but kickers, I don't know. Yes, agreed. All right. Anyway, let's let's wrap this up so I can get the pod out, and I will I will talk to you later. Thanks a lot, Lamchop. Yep. See ya. You're done.
Schweigen 